Yo, yo, what's poppin', everybody? This is your host, Jordan Turner of the Wrestling Takeover Podcast. I welcome you all today, Friday, March 5th, 2021. I got a lot of wrestling news that I want to get to. WWE, AEW, not going to waste enough your time. Edgar, drop the intro, and let's get to work. Welcome to... You're listening to the Wrestling Takeover. What is your name? With your host, Jordan Turner, who's always going to keep it real. Come on, King. Inside and outside the ring. Let me make myself clear. He's got the band behind him, King. It's time to take over, King. Are you ready? He's all fired up now, King. Takeover. Let's go. Yo, let's go. You already know what time it is, man. Now... Today is going to be a special podcast episode of a lot of news in terms of AEW. I'm going to save AEW for last, but right now I want to focus on the WWE, mainly NXT officially moving following WrestleMania. They will be officially moving to Tuesday nights on the USA Network. Now, I am taking this from Ringside News, and it states NXT Tuesday night move is a done deal. WWE NXT and AEW will no longer go head-to-head on Wednesday nights. This is not this is not official per se, but the deal is reportedly done and waiting on an announcement. During the Wrestling Observer Live, Brian Alvarez says that he was told that NXT's move is a done deal. Some fans might not like the idea, but that's the reality of the situation. In the end, professional hockey ended the Wednesday Night Wars, not NXT or AEW. So I want to make that perfectly clear for everybody. Brian Alvarez is stating that hockey pretty much ended the quote-unquote fake fiction Wednesday Night Wars, and um, this is an excellent move. So he continues and says, I was told... Internally, in the network, it's a done deal. You can say it's not if you want it to, but internally, in the network, it's a done deal. So there you go. WWE will move NXT to Tuesday on the week after WrestleMania. So there's your confirmation. This was due to NBC Sports Network closing hockey and moving hockey into that spot. The USA Network can probably get higher than 1.2 million views that NHL games received on their previous home. Ad revenue will be higher as well. AEW and WWE and NXT will also both likely benefit from this change. Exactly. They will both benefit. I'll explain that in a little bit. He continues, Now, pro wrestling fans won't have to choose between the two companies. Exactly. We will have to see if that rivalry continues regardless of what day they're on. So, that is the news there from Ringside News. And Brian Alvarez, listen, this is a great thing for NXT, uh, AEW, and wrestling fans in general. I'm going to kind of go on a little rant, and I don't mean any disrespect, but I want to call you guys out because I know you guys are out there. I see you guys on social media. You guys, and, and, you know, like I said, I don't want to be disrespectful, but I got to speak my mind. Y'all know how I do on the podcast. Some certain fan bases in the wrestling community were really getting on my last nerves because when this Wednesday night quote-unquote fiction war happened, the fans started it 
You know, I'm not saying my audience, obviously, I'm not saying you guys started it. I'm not saying I'm starting it. But there were some fans in the community that started this fictional rivalry, this feud between NXT and AEW. And it bled into the two shows legitimately having quote-unquote beef in terms of the ratings and the demographics and stuff like that. And so the fans pretty much started it, which annoyed the shit out of me. You know, I see it on social media, you know, every Wednesday. Oh, NXT's better. Oh, AEW's better. AEW sucks. NXT sucks. All this other shit. Whoa, whoa, whoa. And, and it's just annoying. It's like, can we as a fan base, can we as a wrestling community band together and just enjoy the shows? You don't have to like NXT but hate AEW and vice versa. It's stupid. It's annoying and it makes you guys look stupid in the end. You're a wrestling fan, right? You love wrestling. I love wrestling. I watch AEW. I watch NXT. I like both shows. You know what I mean? And it's just insane to me that this quote-unquote fictional rivalry took over the wrestling community and it showed, you know, people's true colors at the end of the the deal. And so now when you look at it with NXT moving officially to Tuesday nights, this is a great, a great thing for the wrestling community and for the wrestling business as both shows can possibly hit a million viewers. And that would be a great thing for the wrestling business. You know, in the beginning when AEW came forth, you know, people were saying the demise of AEW immediately. And I'm just like, dude, it's not going to happen. Right. And I, I seen the NXT faithful, you know, when they were watching NXT, they're starting to not watch it anymore because it's either boring or they're tired of AEW taking the demographics from them and so on and so forth, putting excuses to the table as to why they're not watching NXT. And then they turn to AEW, they're watching AEW and vice versa. AEW fans are watching NXT and all that stuff. So, at the end of the deal, this is a great thing, and it's going to benefit both shows at the end. So if you're a fan of both shows, fucking watch both shows, okay? You can watch NXT on Tuesday, go to Wednesday night, and watch AEW. Tuesday is NXT. I know we got Impact, but let's keep it a stat. Not a lot of people watch Impact. No disrespect, but I love the people Impact. I still watch Impact to this day. I just don't talk about it, but I do watch it on Access TV because I have it. But now that's going to NXT now. So NXT, the reviews and everything in terms of NXT is moving to Tuesday nights. Wednesday, I'm going to talk about that when I get to AEW. But overall, this is just a benefit of both shows and the wrestling fans are going to really just embrace the change and embrace that both shows Hopefully it can get better and we can see both shows go in the 1 million mark. So we'll see what happens with that. Great look for both shows and I'm a fan of it. So sign me up for that. Okay. Now the last topic. This has to do with Bobby Lashley, the reigning defending undisputed WWE champion, Bobby Lashley. Listen, I love Bobby Lashley. I've been a fan of Bobby Lashley since this run that he's been on with MVP and the Hurt Business. 
They're doing great stuff. They're easily one of the best things on Monday Night Raw. They're easily one of the best things that is keeping my undivided attention outside of The Fiend, Randy Orton, and Alexa Bliss. But there's people. There's people in the community that believe that Bobby Lashley's run is going to be a one-off. I don't want to see that. I don't want to see Bobby Lashley hold the title to WrestleMania and then he drops it. No, that's not what we're doing. We're not doing that. For what, Drew McIntyre? Listen, I love Drew McIntyre. He's great. He's had his run. He had his run. So what you're going to tell me is that just because Drew McIntyre sadly did not get his moment at WrestleMania last year, he's going to get it this year. I, you know, I don't want to see that. I'm sorry. I don't. I don't want to see it. We've seen the moment already. He's got it. He was champion not once but twice. He's going to get it again for a third time, right? I'm not a fan of that. I don't want to see that. I feel like Drew McIntyre has got his time. It's Bobby Lashley's time now. It's Bobby Lashley's time. He's with the Hurt Business. Like I said, they are absolutely one of the best things on Monday Night Raw and in WWE period and uh, they're doing a great job and I'm a fan of it and so I kind of took you know the opinion of people saying oh it's going to be a one-off or it's going to be he's going to be a transitional champion I kind of took that as a little bit disrespectful you know oh Bobby Lashley's not going to carry Monday Night Raw this and that no one's going to carry Monday Night Raw people do you understand that Randy Orton didn't carry it Drew McIntyre he did the best you know, he can, but he didn't really do it either. The Fiend, don't get me started with The Fiend. I can go on a 30-minute rant on The Fiend. Don't get me started. Nobody carried Raw. Nobody. Bobby Lashley's not going to do it either. I'm not saying that Bobby Lashley's going to do it. So don't misconstrue my words. Don't get it twisted. Bobby Lashley's not going to carry Raw. But I will tell you, he deserves a legitimate reign with that championship. And I'm actually about to book. I'm about to put my crown on right now. And I'm about to book Bobby Lashley's championship run. He goes to WrestleMania. He either faces Drew McIntyre, which is the rumor right now. Or he faces Brock Lesnar in a one-on-one match. Or he faces both Drew McIntyre and Brock Lesnar. I don't give a fuck who Bobby Lashley faces. I want Lashley to hold that championship and retain it at WrestleMania. You gave it to Lashley. Run with it. You gave it to him, run with it. You feel me? That's just my mentality. Why would you give it to him and then take it off him? Just to, yeah, Bobby Lashley, you you got the championship now. You know what I mean? You are a champion, but we're going to take it off you now. No, don't do that to him. That's fucked up. Don't do that. You know what I mean? Have him win the championship, which he did. And now you need to have a run with the championship, does Bobby Lashley. And you need to have credible opponents lined up for him for the rest of the year or until SummerSlam. That's what you got to do, man. I would have Bobby Lashley hold it to SummerSlam. We get Lashley-Lesnar. Does Bobby Lashley lose it at SummerSlam? I don't know. I want that Lashley and, um, you know, Brock Lesnar match. Personally, I want it at WrestleMania, but... If we get a triple threat match where he faces Drew McIntyre, it's fine. I want Lashley to win regardless. I want Drew to be pinned regardless. I'm sorry. You know, Brock Lesnar is not going to be pinned two WrestleManias in a row. It's just not going to happen. So I want Lashley to take that championship into WrestleMania 
and he retains, and he goes on a little bit of a run with the championship. He's a dominator, right? He's the COO of the Hurt Business. You want to make them established, does the Hurt Business. You make the chief, who was Bobby Lashley, the champion for a long time. Have him hold it for three months or whatever. Me personally, I would have him hold it till SummerSlam, and then that's where he drops it to, I don't know, somebody. You figure it out, WWE, right? That's my book plan for Bobby Lashley. And I'm just kind of tired of people, you know, bringing up that, oh, he's going to be a transitional champion. And you guys might be right. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying it's fucked up, you know, because Bobby Lashley has been working his ass off. This has been the best Bobby Lashley that we have seen since ever, period. You know what I mean? So personally, Bobby Lashley, I'd have him hold it to SummerSlam and then drop it to a newcomer, whoever that might be. Karrion Cross, Adam Cole, pick your pizzin. It don't matter to me. Now, this is where I want to get to AEW. So, <laughs> AEW is officially on Wednesday, period, and they're going to be by themselves. NXT is moving to Tuesdays. People have always been saying, AEW is going to hit a million viewers why hasn't AEW hit a million viewers? NXT's taken the audience from AEW. You guys don't have to say that anymore because AEW is a lone wolf on Wednesday nights. NXT's on Tuesday. They got their problems. AEW has their problems on Wednesday night. It's going to benefit everybody involved. So this is a great move. Now, I feel like AEW has the potential to hit 1 million viewers. You know, they just got to be creative with it. And uh, Tony Khan's got to be a boss, dude. He's got to be a boss, not a friend, right? Because he keeps giving opportunities to his friends. And, you know, it's not looking good on television. Like, when I watch AEW Weekly, I'm looking at some of the things that are happening. I'm just like, oh, yeah, this person is doing their own thing. This person's doing their own thing. So on and so forth. So, I'm not a fan of that at all, you know. And um, Tony Khan just got to take charge, bro. Just got to take charge. So, hopefully AEW can hit a million viewers. Maybe they can because they're going to be on their own on Wednesday nights. It's going to be all AEW. So, I can't wait to do that. And uh, I want to mention this. So, AEW is on Wednesday nights permanently by themselves. NXT is on Tuesday. My podcast will be on Tuesday nights for NXT. I'm most likely going to be reviewing AEW on Wednesday nights moving forward now. I was waiting for an announcement like this to make me even want to watch AEW and do the podcast. Because it was hard for me to watch AEW. It it, it really was. Because I'm an NXT mark. I'm an NXT head. I'm an NXT lifer. Right? I'm an NXT boss. Right? I've been watching NXT since its inception. Since they were doing the games and then they took it seriously to make it a third brand. It's the brand now. So I've been watching NXT for many, many years. And um, AEW, I watched it for a bit. I hopped off. I'm hopping back on. I watch it consistently. You know what I mean? But I just haven't talked about it on the podcast a lot. I did in some instances and then I stopped. I'm going to bring that back. So once 
NXT goes to Tuesday nights, I will be officially bringing in AEW uh, reviews to the podcast. So for you AEW fans out there, stay tuned because I'm going to be bringing in a lot of AEW um, reviews to the podcast. Speaking of AEW, I want to talk about AEW Revolution. Now, before I get it, there's a lot to talk about in terms of AEW Revolution. Before I jump into the predictions, I know there's people out there that are listening to the podcast and you guys are wondering, am I going to be reviewing AEW Revolution? Now, this is my motto in terms of AEW because I I would have to pay 50 something dollars for it and I just don't want to do that monthly. I'm sorry, I don't. I will only watch the show or pay-per-view wise in terms of that. I will only watch a pay-per-view show of AEW if the card is like from top to bottom interesting and if the main event is must-see. Well, Sunday, it's must-see. The entire card is must-see. So I'm here to tell you right now on the Wrestling Takeover podcast, I will be reviewing and giving you guys my honest opinions on what I watch Sunday night at AEW revolution so stay tuned to that and that review coming on sunday so should be a good show hopefully it's a game changer and um it will benefit wwe or not wwe excuse me it will benefit AEW in the long run i apologize for that botch but i want to talk about AEW revolution and give you guys my predictions for AEW revolutions card kicking off with the pre-show the buy-in pre-show riho and thunder rosa Versus Dr. Britt Baker and Rebel. Now, Riho returned. And I know there's a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of people that just aren't fans of Rio. They don't get her. You know, she's great in the ring. You guys have to give her some respect in terms of in-ring. She's really good. Now, in terms of character, she doesn't have a character. I mean, give me a break. A lot of, you know, AEW wrestlers and WWE wrestlers don't have character. That's one of my problems about pro wrestling. We need more characters in wrestling. And obviously, we need more storytelling in wrestling. Those are my two mantras that are kind of deflating wrestling right now. Pop culture as well. We need to get more pop culture references and stuff like that. Put wrestling back in the mainstream. But in terms of wrestling alone, characters and storytelling, we need it. And we need it like right now. Because these shows, man, I love them, but... It's kind of hard to get through, like storyline wise. Two storylines are not really that good on, you know, Raw, SmackDown, NXT, AEW, even Impact. So, but at least Impact Wrestling is taking chances, so I can give them that. But all these shows, man, because I watch them, and I know you guys watch them as well. The wrestling is great. Storytelling, it's good. It's good. I wouldn't say great. It's good for these shows, but characters. There's not a lot of characters in. In any of these shows. So hopefully that changes. But I think Riho and Thunder Rosa are going to beat Dr. Britt Baker and Rebel. Um, like I said, I haven't been really paying attention to this in terms of this match. So I'm going to pick Riho and Thunder Rosa to win in the buy-in pre-show. Now, the Casino Tag Team Battle Royal with 15 teams. And... um 
There was a lot of dig through, including the fact that there are three teams representing the Dark Order. There are plenty of teams you can come across, and uh, we're just going to see what happens. But at the end of the day, I'm going to go with Pac and Phoenix to win. I know Pentagon, I believe he's injured, which sucks. And uh, I miss my Lucha bros. I miss my Lucha bros, man. Big fan of those guys. But uh, Pac and uh, Ray Phoenix, I know they're in the triangle, right? They're little uh, trios there. And I do believe we are going to get trios championships, maybe debuting at AEW Revolution. We'll see, man. I can't wait to stay tuned to that and uh, see what AEW's got cooking up at Revolution this Sunday. But my pick is Pac and Ray Phoenix. So we'll see what happens with that. Next up, we got Miro and Kip Sabian versus Orange Cassidy and Chuck Taylor. I couldn't give a fuck. I'm going to keep it 100 with you guys. I couldn't give a shit. Miro, I don't give a fuck. I'm sorry. I just... I'm tired of him being in this storyline, right? It's annoying to me, and it's actually getting on my nerves. Even reading the the card, because I found it on CBS, and um, I have the card here, but uh, I have been watching. I've been watching everything that's been taking place on this card so far, so it's not like I don't know what's going on. I do, and uh, I know what's going on with this, with Miro and Kip Sabian. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. I don't want him to be his best man. Fuck the best man. Stick the gimmick. I'm over it. Orange Cassidy, listen. I might get hate for this, but it's okay. It's all good. It's my opinion. I don't get Orange Cassidy. I don't get it. I really don't. The glasses, the, the orange juice, right? I don't get it. That's just my opinion. I'm not disrespecting him or anything because he's a good wrestler. But overall, as a character, I don't get it. But I will compliment him and say at least he has a character. At least Orange Cassidy has a character. I don't really like it, but he has a character. So that I can appreciate. Overall, I'm going to go with Miro and keep Sabian to win. As I got them beating Orange Cassidy and Chuck Taylor. Up next is the face of Revolution Ladder Match. I can't wait for this. So we got Cody Rhodes. Versus Scorpio Sky versus Penta El Zero. Oh, I guess he's not injured. I guess uh, Phoenix and Pentagon are split. I don't know. That's weird. Why would you split them? Even though they can go singles. I mean, give me a break. Both men can be world champions. Yeah, I said it. Both of them can be AEW world champions. But I don't really mind them splitting up. Um... Having both of them shine separately would be really nice and cool. So we got Cody Rhodes, Scorpio Sky, Penta El Zero versus Lance Archer versus Mass Caster versus to be determined um, opponent who is being rumored apparently to participate in this match. And it's apparently going to be a big deal. Listen, I don't give a fuck who's in this match. I don't care. I'm going to talk about that as I'm going to talk about the topic separately. Right now, I just want to talk about the predictions. I don't care who that a person is. I don't really care. I got Pentagon winning. I got Penta El Zero. I got him winning the ladder match, and I got him challenging Darby Allin for the TNT Championship. Up next, we got Hangman Page versus Matt Hardy. Big money match. Another storyline I just couldn't give a fuck about. I couldn't care less. 
big money. So they're fighting over who has the bigger bank account, who's going to take the most money. Is that what they're fighting over? That's what it seems like to me. I don't really care for it. I'm a fan I'm a fans of both guys, right? I'm big fans of both dudes. Adam Page, I'm a big fan of him. And Matt Hardy is a legend. Uh, Matt Hardy's not winning this match. I'm going for Adam Page. So we'll see what happens with that. And we'll see where Adam Page goes. Is he going to be the leader of the Dark Order? I don't know. We'll see what happens. Next up, we got Sting and Darby Allen versus Brian Cage and Ricky Starks in a street fight. Now, I don't know if this is going to be cinematic. I hope not. I hope it's just a regular straight match. And um, we just see all four guys kick ass. Now, I did see Sting get powerbombed by Cage. Cage absolutely leveled Sting with that powerbomb. But Sting took it like a champ. He took it like a king. And uh, he looks healthy. He's been on interviews saying that he feels healthy. He's ready to go. All right, man. We'll see what's popping with it. I hope you don't get hurt. You know what I mean? But uh, you look great. Stinger splashing. You know what I mean? Scorpion death lock. Scorpion death drop. He's killing it right now. Killing the game. So we'll see what happens with Sting. Overall, this storyline, I fucking hope and pray it ends. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. Just get Sting and Darby Allin as a tag team or have Sting mentor Darby Allin into possibly being in the main event scene and get this shit over with. I'm a fan of Brian Cage. Ricky Starks is, he has that upside. So I'm a fan of both men as well. And I'm a fan of all four of these guys. But the storyline, I needed to end this Sunday. I'm praying it does because I'm over this shit. But overall, I got um, I got Darby Allen and I got Sting winning. So we're going to see what happens with that. So, yeah, man, we'll see. Up next, we got AEW Tag Team Championship bout. We got the Young Bucks, the champions, versus the Inner Circles, Chris Jericho and MJF. Where is Sammy Guevara? Where are my boy Sammy at, though? I see Sammy getting involved here. I see Sammy getting involved, and I see, yeah, I, I mean, because where else would he go? Where else would he do? Or unless he's just, you know, buying time, maybe we see an appearance from Sammy Guevara. I don't know. Um, I think I'm going to actually go with the inner circle winning the tag team championships. I'm going to go for a title changer. I think we're going to see Chris Jericho and MJF win. And I think Chris Jericho is going to get fucked over at the end of all this by Sammy Guevara and MJF. So Chris Jericho is going to get ultimately screwed over by his faction, the inner circle. And um, yeah, so I got new champions. But then again, I kind of want the Young Bucks to win because I got an idea of the Good Brothers and the Young Bucks and Impact Wrestling and AEW literally forming a like super faction promotion thing. I don't know. Something like that. I do want to see something like that of an interaction between both companies. So maybe of a mega show. They create a championship of some sort. I don't know. But right now that's not happening. That's just me fantasy booking, which I love doing. I do it better than anybody. But just speaking of this match, I do have um, the Inner Circle winning MJF and Chris Jericho. I have them becoming the new tag team champions. So it should be a good match. A lot of story in that match. So I'm definitely interested. 
that got my interest. Something that does not have my interest at all. I couldn't give a fuck about this next match. I'm sorry. I'm going to be explaining why. We got the AEW Women's Championship. Hikaru Shida, which I love Shida. I'm a big fan of her. She's just not a superstar to me. Versus, am I pronouncing this right? Riho Mizunami. There you go. Mizunami. Um, this is for the AEW Women's Championship. This should have been Nyla Rose. This should have been Nyla Rose versus Ukaro Shida. Or Britt Baker versus Ukaro Shida. i keep it a stat. That's just my opinion. Rio Mezunami, I couldn't give a fuck. Even when I seen her in the buyout at, you know, All Out and AEW shows on pay-per-view, I couldn't care. I couldn't care less. Now, Shida. She's held that title for a long time. I love that. I'm going to give that a positive for AEW overall. In terms of the women's division, I love that they had their champion hold that, you know, championship for a long time because it solidifies the reign as being legit and it solidifies, you know, the championship being a real championship and not just a throwaway championship. You know what I mean? So... At the end of the day, though, I got Sheeta winning easily. There should be a hard-hitting fight. And um, that's all I got to say about that, man, um, in terms of the match. The women's division, we all know it's struggling. They need to find that Tessa Blanchard. They need to find that Charlotte Flair type megastar. They need it, and they need it now because this women's division is floundering big time. You got women. That's the problem that AEW, I feel like they don't understand. They have women. They had Revelvet. They had Jade, who fucking listen. Jade and Shaq killed it. Look out for fucking Jade, bro, in the women's division. That if she gets built up legitimately within the next three years, that's your female top star right there, Jade. I'm putting that in the bank, bro. I'm putting that in the bank. You heard it here, right on the Wrestling Takeover podcast. When I say stuff like that, I'm not joking. That's my opinion because she killed it this Wednesday, man. So did Shaq. Shaq, man, listen, if you wanted to get into business, that'd be cool. That'd be real cool. He sold the table spot from Cody, and uh, it was an excellent match. I really enjoyed it. So, like I said, more AEW content coming on the podcast, so stay tuned. So, yeah, match should be decent. Um, both of them are going to hit hard, but I got uh, Sheeta retaining the AEW Women's Championship. Now, let's get into the nitty-gritty, baby. Let's go. You already know what it is, bro. Let's do this, man. This is the AEW World Championship bout between the champion, Kenny Omega, and John Moxley. You guys are... I'm talking about the snowflakes out there. You guys are going to fucking hate this match. I don't give a shit. I don't care. You can hate on it all you want. Exploding Bob wire death match. Ooh, someone's going to get hurt. Ooh, the death match. Ooh, I'm scared. Ooh. Turn it off, sweetie. Turn it off. I don't like that. It's too barbaric. It's too hardcore. If you watch WWE, have you watched McFoley? 
you have watched Mick Foley, then shut the fuck up. Uh, seriously. No disrespect, but I'm being dead ass. If you've watched Mick Foley matches, you need to shut the fuck up about this match. Will it be hardcore? Yes. Will it be worse than Foley? I don't think so. I'm going to say no, but it's going to be barbaric. It's going to be hardcore, but not as hardcore as a Sabu or Mick Foley. So cut the shit. Cut the shit. Go watch ECW's old fucking death matches. How about the Japanese strong style death matches? Shut the fuck up about this fucking AEW. I don't want to watch. They're going to hurt each other. All this other stuff. It's too hardcore bullshit. Okay? Tony Khan knows what he's doing. He's not going to have both men go out there and fucking kill themselves. We're going to see some spots here and there. They're going to be protected. Relax. Calm down. It's going to be fine. They're going to come out the end of this looking just fine. With some bruises, yeah. But at the end of the day, they're going to be fine. Trust me. Now, I got ultimately, at the end of all this, I got Kenny Omega retaining the AEW World Championship. What happens with Jon Moxley after this? Your guess is as good as mine. I have no idea. I really don't. But I got Kenny Omega winning. And what happens after this? Kenny Omega is going to go right to Hangman Page. We're going to build to Hangman Page and Kenny Omega for the AEW World Championship. And then Hangman's going to be the guy to take the championship off Kenny Omega. That's my opinion. That's my prediction. Now, overall, in terms of predictions, that was your revolution predictions for AEW. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, like I said, it should be a good show. So we'll see what happens with that. So the last topic that I want to talk about overall for the show and for AEW. Who's debuting this Sunday? I'm hearing names all over the place. Brock Lesnar, CM Punk, Kurt Angle, Christian, Dave Batista. Dave Batista. I don't have any news on it. I mean, news is everywhere for this. I'm not going to read an article about it. I'm just going to talk. I'll put my phone down. I'm going to talk right now. Okay. Listen. Brock, there's people saying Brock Lesnar. Guys, Brock Lesnar's not going nowhere. He's staying in the WWE. We're going to get Lashley Lesnar eventually. Lashley and Lesnar is going to happen. Brock Lesnar is not leaving. So I want to point that out right now. I want to put that in the near waves right now and throw it away. Burn it. Brock Lesnar, no. And then I heard John Cena. Bro, stop. Next. I heard Ryback. No, don't want to see that. I heard Christian. Isn't Christian contracted to the WWE? If not, is Christian really going to make an impact? Because Tony Khan is planning this up as someone that is going to make an actual impact, an actual change to AEW television. Paul White even said it himself. That this dude is a game changer. I'm telling you right now. Tony Khan is not going to have some Joe Schmo that isn't a big name, but then again it is, come in and disappoint us because we're expecting a Lesnar. 
We're expecting a CM Punk and AJ Lee. We're expecting top tier gangsta talent to come in right now. People are saying Tessa Blanchard. And I've been saying for months on the show, I don't see Tessa Blanchard coming into AEW. I think she's WWE bound. Is she a game changer? For your haters out there, for the haters out there, I'm sorry to tell you, Tessa Blanchard is a game changer, motherfucker. I want you to know that. I'm telling you that. She's a game changer. She's one of the best wrestlers on the planet right now. Period. She's not even wrestling and she's one of the best in the world. Tessa Blanchard is a game changer, people. Sorry to break it to you. And and I'm this is mainly I'm mainly talking about the people that are hating Tessa Blanchard. For obvious reasons, we know why. I've said my piece on Tessa. Um, was she wrong with what she said? Absolutely. Have I lost respect for Tessa Blanchard? A little bit. Yes, I have. Have I lost my fandom of Tessa Blanchard? No, I have not. I will never. Because when she steps in the ring, it's all go, baby. One of the best in the world. Tessa could be that uh, spark plug. But it's a battle royal. I don't think she's going to appear in a men's battle royal. So I don't think it's Tessa Blanchard. But then again, I don't know. I don't even know if they're talking about the battle royal. They might just be talking about someone just debuting in general. So it might be Tessa. CM Punk, he just debunked it that it's not him. He told people, stop mentioning his name and all this other shit. What about people are saying Kane, please? No. People are even saying The Undertaker, stop it. Vince McMahon would fucking kill himself before The Undertaker ever steps foot in AEW. So stop it, Undertaker. Cut it out. Undertaker ain't going nowhere. The GOAT ain't going nowhere. You think Vince McMahon's going to have Taker go to AEW? Please. Please. I think Vince McMahon would literally retire and he'd go cry in the fucking corner. Seriously. Fucking Undertaker. Undertaker ain't going to AEW, people. These are the people I see appearing. One of them. AJ Lee. CM Punk. Dave Batista. Or Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle, Dave Batista, AJ Lee, CM Punk. You heard it on a podcast. Those are the names I think are going to appear. One of those names are going to appear. But who is it? Your guess is as good as mine, man. We'll have to wait and see. AEW is going to be a big show this Sunday. It doesn't matter who appears. It's just going to be a great show. I can't wait to see it. And I hope we see some good matches and some good storytelling in these matches, especially some of the high-profile ones. Only time will tell, man. But that is your hottest topics in the world of professional wrestling for today's show. I hope you guys enjoyed. Please, if you haven't done already, go check all the other recent shows that I've done, Monday Night Raw and NXT. Go check them out along with this show that will be posted in a couple of minutes on all podcast platforms. So make sure you guys go subscribe to the podcast on Anchor, Spotify, Podbeam, iTunes, all podcast platforms. I appreciate it. I love you guys so much. Thank you. And... Go follow me on social media. Follow me on Twitter at JT Takeover. Follow the podcast on Instagram at The Wrestling Takeover. 
and just show me some love. I would really appreciate it. If you guys have any questions, you guys want to do a Q&A and send me questions, I'm going to have it in the comments. Make sure you send me an email at my business email. You already know what it is. I, re I say it every podcast. So send me some questions. I would really appreciate it. I do, you know, want to get a Q&A out there. So we'll see. I know people have been asking me to, you know, want to have people on the show. I'm going to address that right now because this is going to be the last podcast before Sunday, depending on if I'm going to watch. I'm aiming towards, yes, I will watch and I will review it. But if not, this might be my last show. I highly doubt it. Like I said, I'll let you guys know on social media. So follow me on there and I'll keep you guys posted. But there's people asking me about, you know, having guests on the show. I know some people actually want to be a guest on the show, giving their thoughts and opinions. Um, I am aiming towards doing that, just not right now. Like I said, I'm still a newcomer. I'm still a newbie. I'm still a baby in the podcast game and pro wrestling. So I kind of want to do my own thing right now. But down the line, trust me, I will be getting you guys on a podcast. Just right now, I have my own schedule that I do for the podcast. And I just want to do my own thing right now. I hope you guys understand that. So, um, like I said, I love you guys so much. Thank you for continuing to always press play on all podcast platforms. It means a lot. And um, I couldn't do this without you guys. You know, I'm a big fan of the wrestling business. I want to be a writer for wrestling promotion, WWE. But I want to be, you know, a writer just in general in the wrestling business. I feel like I have a lot of great ideas that I can bring forth to the table. And like I said, we always do fantasy bookings, man, in terms of ideas. I love pitching ideas on this platform and on the podcast. So thank you for listening to the show today. I will see you guys most likely Sunday for AEW Revolution right here on the Wrestling Takeover Podcast. This is the Creative King. I'm signing off. You guys take care.